0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bachelors in the City. Man, it was nice this Monday having off. Didn't have to, um, you know, It's a nice little break from Bachelor Nation. How about you guys?
1: Feels like it never ends.
0: Feels like it never ends.
1: Even though it's like it's over. But is it really over? We're just
0: just getting a quick break. I remember a couple of weeks ago, me and Clay were watching at the house and we were trying to live tweet. We were fucking exhausted. It's...
2: It was mentally draining, man. It was like, I was like, wow, that was a lot. Just trying to live tweet and give the fans something like funny, but some like insight about what, what's really going on in the episode. And I was actually sweating. I was sweating more than I was sweating in a workout. Dustin's like, dude, are you okay? I'm like, no, oh, man. I don't know. It was, a tough, it was a tough episode. But we got through it.
0: We tried our best. We get like five likes. I gained a follower on Twitter.
1: Wow. No,
2: speak for yourself. I got four thousand on a couple of tweets. I was throwing out some fire over there,
0: man. You know, yeah, for for the Jaguars.
2: No, for the bachelor. I'll I'll t tw- I'll show the tweets. I'll uh, I'll show it to the to our uh, third roommates here. I know on the fourth, you know, after the show. You keep bringing that one up. It
1: feels it feels like it might be a little bit personal.
2: I know, so I'm gonna keep bringing it up until so you guys change it. He gets you change it to give me the uh for the <sighs> third roommate Everybody you should have shown
1: up like a month ago. We just started selling merch.
2: So uh, no, now we'd no. have
1: like the third roommate merch is out there. We can't go back. It's too late.
2: Or you could just discontinue that merch and then the other stuff will become a collector's item. Oh. And um, like you see what Dustin, if, if you're watching this or just listening to it, but Dustin just took a drink of a, of an amino energy drink, right? And those are my energy drinks that I put in the apartment before I left. <laughs> and now this guy's drinking my stuff on camera with me. It's unbelievable.
1: Oh.
0: <sighs> I needed
2: that.
1: And he oh. lost all the protein powder too, right? He, he it hit just it from went missing.
0: me. He hit it from me. It's all good. Anyways, guys, moving on. We are going to hit our Batser breakdown off-season. There's a lot of stuff going on in Batser Nation off-camera this week. And uh, Emma, take us down the line of... Uh, the news that we have.
1: Yeah, I figured, like, why would we give up on The Bachelor Breakdown when The Bachelor Breakdown's always been there for us, you know? Always. So, one of the crazy things that happened this week, on the last episode that we did, you talked about how one uh, of your friends and someone you know is going on this season of The Bachelorette. So, a bunch of sleuths actually went through and did a bunch of digging, and they've come to a conclusion. It's J.D., they think. <gasps> What's your analysis on that?
0: They just got it right. They,
1: they got just it right. got it.
0: Justin Diaz is going on The Bachelorette. Do you think
1: okay. we can cut that clip and send it to <laughs> send it to him and see what he says? Fake
0: news, guys. I'm sorry. Um Justin Diaz is not going on The Bachelorette. Justin Diaz actually has a girlfriend. Uh lovely, sweet girl. So, yeah, you guys are wrong. You guys could keep guessing. It is a friend of ours, me and Clay. I grew up with him. I guess that's all we'll give. I think it's going to do really yeah. well, though. I think he's going to do really well.
2: Justin Diaz was going to go on the Bachelorette at a time, and uh, you guys would have been right. I mean, that's a good guess because he literally was going to go on. But uh, he's not the one.
0: He ain't the one.
1: He ain't the one. Clay, do you have any other uh, hot cousins? that we can expect to see.
0: Wait, you think Andrew's hot?
1: Andrew's so hot. (laughs) We just don't look at at Andrew. We
2: just don't look at Andrew. Like we've known, like we've hung out with Andrew for so long. We honestly, like we don't look at Andrew like that. And it's pretty hilarious because like my perception of Andrew is just so funny because obviously he's my cousin and I've known him for so long and then like the you know like the world's perception of Andrew is just it's like hilarious to me.
0: Andrew got big time on us, Clay. He got big time on us.
2: Andrew did get big time. I love the kid to death, but he uh you know from from a kid sleeping on my couch, you know, to uh you know bachelor Andrew, you know, it's you know the, the kid turned into Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> you know but hey hey it's good man it's a, different people react different ways but we still hang out and have fun but you know andrew's a big time guy now he, you know he's that celebrity you know that's his persona and uh me and dustin joke around about it man like man dustin's like yo me and you got andrew on the show now you don't want to mess with us no more man It's crazy but you know it's all good no we, we love andrew and um have a good time with him
0: Actually, speaking of Andrew, Andrew was actually doing Bachelor Live. I haven't talked to him about it, but it seems like he's having a fucking field day. I saw some videos of him on stage just living it up. It looks really good. I'm not going to lie. It looks fun.
2: Oh, it's what he should be doing. Honestly, he needs, to be, he needs to have a live on stage gig. He's dancing. He's twerking. He's doing all that. He's getting the crowd involved. The people are loving it. No, he's, he's living his best life. If there's one thing that Andrew would love to be doing, it would be... Something like that, dancing on the Dancing with the Stars, something along those lines would be uh, would be what Andrew would, would love to do. You know, on stage, just in front of an audience, you know, talking to people. That's you know, that's, that's his that's his dream job, and I think uh, this will open a lot of doors for him. Hollywood. I'm gonna start calling him Hollywood.
1: <laughs> so long as he keeps picking up the tab.
2: Yeah, he started Um, he started picking up some more tabs, man. It's been a lot of years to where I, I've been picking up a lot of tabs. But uh, you know, he's starting to pay now all these ad deals he's getting, you know. So it's time to repay the old cousin for all those years of picking up the tab.
1: Well, I'm glad to hear you're finally getting paid.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Other Bachelor news. Apparently, Caitlin Bristow... Didn't know she wasn't going to be hosting The Bachelorette until she saw it unfold live on TV. Do you buy that?
0: Wait, why wouldn't she?
1: So, who's hosting? Jesse? Yeah, Jesse Palmer is still hosting. Oh, did she they did say not it? Get the invite. I to don't come remember
0: back. them announcing it.
1: They haven't announced anything, but it was kind of the lack of an announcement. And she just sat at home and watched the finale live and they didn't say she'd be coming back. So, she kind of took the hint.
2: I, get, I don't think that means. Made... Well, here's the thing she didn't host. Yeah, she um didn't she host the last season of the uh of the of The Bachelor as well?
1: She hosted The Bachelorette and then So she never hosted
2: The Bachelor. No, she's never year. hosted
1: The Bachelor, but okay. she was kind of maybe expecting to come back for The Bachelorette, and I was personally rooting for it because I kind of like the idea of a former Bachelorette leading the Bachelorette in the same way that Jesse was a former bachelor and he got to lead Clayton through it a little bit, but apparently they're just going full steam ahead with Jesse, which not a bad thing.
2: He did a good job and he was a former bachelor. I think honestly, I think he's perfect for it. I mean, that's his gig. You know, he does a college football game days, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. um, experienced in that case, but I understand what you're saying. You know, why not have a woman lead a woman and a, and a man lead a man is like that confident. I think that could be a really cool thing. And um, especially with two women leads, which me is a is a part as a guy when I when I saw them doing two women, I said, "Why can't we just pick one?" I go, "So so you're not going to make two guys do it? Make a guy show the spotlight, but now you got two women that have to share the time. Like that's unfair,
1: and potentially Let's pick share the one men. woman. And share what if the they men? both fall in love with the same guy or a guy? Exactly.
2: Yeah. It's just so. I think that it's just it's contrived drama, and I think that one, one, one man one woman." Why are we switching it up for the women? Make them share it. It just, to me, it was like a little weird. I don't think
0: Caitlyn's old enough. They need someone more of a, like, I don't want to say senior. I don't think Jesse's that old. But someone that's just aged and, um, like, good wisdom, good years, good fa- Yeah, like a father figure. That's what Chris, Chris was, you know? So.
2: hmm Yeah. Well, I think Jesse's great because, uh, I mean, he was, here's the best thing about Jesse. He was a fourth round draft pick, one twenty five overall. You know who? Another guy that was a fourth round draft pick, one hundred twenty five oh overall
0: pick. My God. Me.
2: that's crazy!
0: What oh are the God. odds
2: that we were the same exact draft pick, the same round? It's honestly, it's incredible. Oh you know, there has to be something there.
1: I sense a deep, deep friendship brewing there.
2: Yeah, I just yeah. heard that. No, we're the- all like Jesse comments in all my pictures. I invite him to be our flag football quarterback. He says he's in.
1: Are you serious? I think that's cheating. Yes. I'll
2: look at my last Instagram reel. Jesse, me and him have been going back and forth. I said, hey, we're doing a flag football team in New York. We need a quarterback. I think Jesse Palmer is going to be our flag football team quarterback. We're going to have the best flag football team in the city.
1: How many former NFL players are you allowed to have on your rec league (laughs) team before it's considered cheating?
2: We're going to get Dale Moss, you know. We we got, you know, me. So he's
1: football, basketball.
2: Yeah, Dale was a football player. He played in the NFL. Chap's really good. Yeah, Chap played uh, played college football. I think we, uh, who else we got, NFL guys? So I you guys are just stacking the
1: roster.
0: Stacking it
2: up.
1: Feels feels a little bit rough, because, like, say me and my friends show up to play flag football, and it's people like Clay all meet up at the line. Clay's bicep is the size of my thigh. Like,
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he would be, Clay would be a great flag football player, though.
2: I wouldn't be, honestly. Honestly, that's what I always say. That's why I never wanted to play flag football because we're physical players. Like, we love the contact. We love, like, in flag football, it's non-contact. So these little frat boys are just really quick and they're, they're soft as tissue paper. If you touch them, they crumble would never cut in any organized football game, but they're going to be awesome at flag football. Oh, if you touch me, that's a foul, you know? And I'm like, dude, like this isn't football. You know, I'm a physical dude. I love the contact. You know, I want to be physical and assert my dominance because of my strength and power. That's how I play football, flag football. You can't do any of that. So if you touch the guy, it's a foul. So I'm like, dude, I'm going to be so bad at flag
0: football. But hey. Well, speaking of flag football, we're going to start coaching some kids, inner city kids here in New York City on uh, flag football and basketball once a week starting sometime in April. uh, We'll be coaching. We're going to do a little coaching. So um, stay tuned for that, guys. Have you guys ever seen the movie Kicking and Screaming?
1: Yes, I have seen that movie.
0: Royal Farrell. That's going to be me. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to be awesome. acting a fool. I'm going to be acting like Dicko on the, on the sidelines. Throwing the Gatorade throwing cooler. But you don't really cooler. know
2: how to play football. What's that? So how are you going to coach it? But you don't really know how to play football. So how are you going to coach it?
0: Are you kidding me?
1: Ooh.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: Nope. I mean, what did you say? the Tampa Bay Buckeyes or something? Wasn't that your quote from when we are talking preseason football this past year?
0: That wasn't. doesn't matter Couldn't what I me. said, anything. I used to be pretty good, actually. I, I was a receiver uh, in high school, and I did. I, I left high school to play uh, basketball for two years. After the two years, I was like, I don't know if this is for me. Maybe I should go back to football. I was still able to get a full red scholarship after two years of not playing football to go Division two. Just saying, hey— but then I quit.
2: Yeah. Oh wow, man, that's uh, yeah, that's okay. You know, <laughs> speaking of New York and all these uh, events that we're doing, I got a tidbit that you guys probably don't know about. But New York, okay. this weekend, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it, but is going to turn into Bachelor Central. Blake Hortzman, one of my good buddies, is planning this huge show that he's doing out in New York City. All of Bachelor Nation's coming to it apparently. Apparently, it's just gonna be a huge event. All the Bachelor people are gonna be there, and it's at. Um, it's at Pier 36 from, like, 4 to 7. And uh, it's just its going to be huge. Like, bachelor. like, everybody's said, like, hey, are you going to Blake's event? I'm like, how many people are going to this thing? Like, everybody's going to this event and Blake's show. I just gave him a bunch of free advertising there. but
1: Yeah, the least you can do is come on the pod now. Hey, Blake.
2: I know. I just gave him a lot of shout-outs right there.
0: There you go. Yeah, it's hosted by Nomad's Place. Uh, these guys that throw parties, they're going to rent a yacht. He's going to be DJing on the yacht, and it's going to be apparently the party of the spring, New York City. So, party! I can't be there. I'm actually going to be officiating a wedding in the name of love.
2: That's hilarious. By the way, I love that you're doing that. I won't be there either. I'll be. I have an appearance for the bachelor on stage at a a hotel that I agreed to a long time ago. So I'm going to be doing that instead of uh, instead of being at Blake's party in Chicago. I might fly back, but since it's so
1: early,
0: I don't think I'd make it. It's at four o'clock. Uh, never too late. Dang. All right. So moving on, Colton's getting, wait, he got engaged.
1: He got engaged.
0: Colton he released his engagement pics.
1: The pics were so cute. Wait, I they didn't were see really I nice pictures. It's very much so that like outdoorsy engagement sort of vibe, which I feel like is tried and true when it comes to engagement pictures, do you think that he's going to have a sponsored or televised wedding, given everything that has happened leading up to this marriage?
2: Absolutely. I, You know, Colton's a buddy of mine. We were on the same season
1: mm-hmm. of The
2: uh, Bachelorette. We both are from Illinois. We both played in the same conference, Missouri Valley Football Conference. He was an All-American at Illinois State. I was at Missouri State Rivals both played in the NFL, so we had a lot in common. Um, I've hung out with him a few times in Denver, probably like three or four times in Denver he played basketball. He's actually a really good basketball player, but uh, Colton does love, he does love that, uh, that limelight, you know, so I think that's something that they'll do. You know, it's, he's a public figure. He's got a lot of fans, so I think it'll be like a public event. I think it'll be good to, um, honestly, I think it'll be good just to, a good awareness out there for, you know, for, for couples like Colton, that you can celebrate your wedding just like anybody else celebrates their wedding. There's no difference. People are happy for you. I love the engagement photos. I know there's some people saying some, some bad stuff to Colton. He's shown it on his Instagram stories and stuff. I'm like, Hey, love is love. Let the guy have his, his beautiful wedding, his beautiful pictures. And I couldn't be happier for him. You know, I know he's been through a lot throughout the show and the Cassie stuff, but, um, I'm happy for him, and I, I think he deserves to uh, to have this beautiful wedding and, and to have it on TV or broadcast or in the news any way he wants it. So,
0: what were the what were people saying?
2: Well, there's a lot of people saying about the Cassie thing. You know, hey, uh-huh. he shouldn't he should never been the bachelor. He um, did all this stuff because if he really thought that and you got to realize that like what what he said is like, Hey, I was trying my best because I didn't think I'd be accepted. I was trying as hard as I could to be straight. And I I tried to fight it. I tried to fight it, but this is me. This is who I am. And, you know, there's a lot of people that were, uh, you know, not, not happy about that. You know, there's a bunch of critics out there for everything you do. So, but uh, you know, yeah. Yeah.
0: Let that boy live. I I remember actually clay. I think it was like a, a year ago, maybe two years ago, you you were talking to me and you were like, "Yo, um, I might be going to Denver for this Netflix thing." I think Colton's coming out or something like that. And I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah he told me this is how I found yeah. out about it. This was like maybe a year before it went live on Netflix.
2: My my, uh, I never. Uh, I went out there and I, we me and him talked and um, me and a couple of guys, but it just never made the never made the the final cup for the Netflix documentary. He wanted me to come back out for his like engagement, well, not his engagement, but his like celebration. And a couple. I'm like, it just wouldn't work on my schedule to like add to our segment. So it uh it never made like the air. But yeah, I was um I was out there in Denver with my brother and Colton called me to a gym. I was one of the first people he told. He's like, hey, you know, I'm coming out because, you know, I was a guy that could relate, like know what he felt when he was in the NFL locker room and how hard that would be. To come out in an NFL locker room. I mean, I know the guys joke. It's not not nothing bad with NFL players, but you put all that masculinity, 53 sweaty guys on a football field, a lot of them are meatheads, you know, whatever. And you get in the locker room, and, you know, some people just handle things differently. And you know, horse some play. people have, you know, crazy views. Yeah, horse play, and then. Obviously, like, you know, you're all showering together. You're all doing all that. So it's like this whole thing that we were talking through. We're both from the same part of uh, Illinois and everything. So I went on the show. Never made the air. But, yeah, I was one of the the first people uh, Colton told about that.
1: Well, that's actually really cool. I can't believe they would cut you out of it. But yeah, they
2: cut, cut my ass. If they ever
1: put in, like, the extended scenes, I guess we'll yeah. see, you. <laughs>
2: yeah. I was working out with Colton with my shirt off, too. We both took, took our shirts off. We're doing pull-ups together with some great... I thought it was some great TV. You know, was like, yeah, bro, like, I don't care that you're gay. You know, our shirts were off. And we were working out, like, getting a pump in. He's telling me all this stuff. We're just going back and forth. And that was the scene in Netflix. Like, bro, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're gay. What's that mean to me? It doesn't mean anything to me. I, you know, I think we're, we're going to be friends... Either way, you know, and um, I just wish you, want you to be happy, be authentically yourself, whatever makes you happy is, you know, and I think everybody is, you know, the right to be happy is an inherent right that everybody, everybody should have.
1: He has done a lot for the franchise by coming out because it is a very heteronormative franchise in that it's The Bachelor a bunch of women court that person. It's just inherently veter- very heteronormative. And the first person who really broke that mold was Demi with her relationship in Paradise. And now we're getting to see Colton's story as well. So it's cool diversifying. We want media to be more representative of people and people yeah. want to be able to like see themselves in that. And 100%. so when it comes to diversity of all kinds, whether it's racial uh, diversity, whether it's age, whether it's sexuality, any of those things. We want to see all of that in one space.
2: Yeah. As many problems as I have with the franchise, they've done a good job. Like as far as like the racial diversity, you know, people were yelling, like, why is everybody? Now that you see a lot of black bats or bachelor bachelorettes, you know, same with the, uh, you know, being inclusive with like them and some of them. But.
0: We probably, we probably would have went a lot further if uh, <laughs> we came in at a different time, Clay.
2: <laughs> no, I know, man. I know. We no, might've
0: had fair. a chance.
1: You guys could be the new Andrew Spencer.
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of though, uh just want everyone to know we are always allies of the gay community. We are here. Man, last last uh, summer, me and uh Clay went to Pride here in New York and had a ball. We did. Like we had a had phenomenal a time. time. Yeah, that's why I actually sure, went. I was by. pretty drunk. We had a good time. That was funny going on top of that. That
2: was fun night.
0: We went yeah. on this rooftop. Um, I've never been hit on more in
2: my life, man. I'm like, hey, man, like, I think, you know, I, I, I just, I'm not, you know, guys come up me, hey, can I, you're very attractive, can I buy you a drink? Like, I'd love to have a drink with you, but I, you know, I just want to be transparent I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm into women, you know, I think you're an attractive guy, but just not my, you know, it's not my preference, but uh, let's have a drink.
0: Didn't stop him from buying us drinks. Remember the guy with the champagne bottle? He was getting us lit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man, good oh, times.
2: Oh, yeah. That was fun. Oh,
0: and
1: that, was fun. that sounds like an absolute blast.
0: <laughs> yeah, you missed out.
1: Something that happened uh, last week, actually, that we could have brought up last time, but I figured. Since we'd give Clay the opportunity to fall for the whole uh, football thing again and see if he got really animated, I wanted to bring up, it looked like uh, Joe beat you in the St. Patrick's Day 8K. What's up with is, that, man? Is that correct? Grocery store Joe, did he come All right. eight minutes ahead?
2: Eight minutes wasn't eight minutes. It was two minutes. He beat me by two minutes. And uh, Listen, I don't like to make excuses. I have a David Goggins mentality. I like to do things that suck. I've never ran over two miles my entire life. I didn't train for this. Not one day. Didn't train one day. I weigh 250 pounds. Joe weighs 175. And he runs. He runs a
0: few times. Joe a week. weighs. I one, never one run soaking wet.
2: Eat, eat. <laughs> 175. Yeah, whatever. I didn't even have running shoes. I had to run in squatting shoes. I didn't have running shoes. I tried to go to the store the day before. Didn't even have running shoes. I did all that weighing 250. Never training. And I still only came in two minutes behind, and I was in the upper one fourth of all the male runners in the in the whole thing. And I, you know, I finished. Never ran over two miles of my entire life. That's pretty so pretty good. You give me some time to train. I'm weighing too fast. I cut down maybe to two twenty five. I actually have some running shoes, and um, I actually went out the day before one of my friends' uh, birthday. I had a few too many cocktails. You cut all that out. I, I might be. I might win the damn thing. I might be Forrest Gump out there. Just, just <laughs> take off. I don't know. So I, this was a good start.
0: Clay had told me that I think he wants to run the half marathon, the Brooklyn half marathon. Half marathon. Uh, that, that's in yeah. May. That's coming up soon. So he's got some training to do. Maybe uh, the grocer will want to get in there as well. Maybe we can put up a little bet. Yeah, he's
2: moving to Chicago to New York city. He'll be out there. He'll be out here in a couple of weeks, man. Him and Serena love, love him and Serena, by the way, I I got to hang out with them in New York. got to hang out with them in Chicago. We went out and we got to grab some drinks. She's just a really cool girl. I mean, Joe found himself a good one there, man. They're um,
3: they're the real deal.
2: They're the real deal. You know, they're, they're very comfortable together. They have fun, spend a lot of time together. And um, you know, Joe was one of my single friends, you know, Dustin left me for New York and I was still in Chicago and every weekend, it was just me and Joe, man. But he, uh, I'm just happy for him. He found, he found his chick. It's good.
1: She uh, actually, I don't know if you saw, she was in the news this week for Bachelor Nation as well. She has been replaced on Bachelor Happy Hour by Michelle Young.
2: I thought, no, Sh- Serena got a new job. I thought, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know Serena got a new job in the Bachelor, bachelor world.
1: Okay, because I know that she was subbing Didn't in for a while on Bachelor game? Happy Hour. So Taysha got canned originally, and then they had like a roto go or from Clickbait. So she was over at Clickbait with Joe and Natasha, and then Tia came in and is now doing that spot. And then Bachelor Happy Hours had like a rotating second host for a while, but they announced, I believe, yesterday that Michelle Young is going to step in and take that spot uh, permanently. And Serena has been bumped from a lineup. Hmm.
2: So Bachelor Happy Hour. So I know there was clickbait. Clickbait's Joe. Mm-hmm. Bachelor Happy Hour. I thought Serena was doing a different podcast, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure how that goes. She was telling me something. I don't I don't remember. It's all the uh, CTE, you know, the old football
1: thing. <laughs> yikes. Just,
0: kidding.
1: Just uh, kidding, guys. Big
0: yikes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't listen to the other podcasts channels, but um, maybe she didn't like it. Maybe she doesn't want to be on it. Who knows? Hard to say.
2: No, word in the street hats was that Taysha was hard to work with. You know, I love Tasha. We were together on Bachelor in Paradise. You know, me and her were both from the first day to the last day. I love Tasha, Spent a lot of time with her. But um, apparently, through the grapevine, she was difficult to work with. I don't know what that means. I don't know if anybody, I don't know. That's just a rumor that I heard and that uh, Michelle, you know, got the job but uh, you know, they decided that Taysha might not be the right
1: fit. So interesting. Uh, I don't know, because like Taysha's been scrapped completely, and she removed the mention of hosting The Bachelorette from her Instagram description. Or yeah, bio. If, she,
2: if she's not doing it anymore, I mean, that would make sense to remove it from your um uh, from your bio. Yeah, I mean, I still put NFL in my bio, even though I hadn't played on the teams for years. But that's another story. You know, why not? <laughs> you know, live in the past a little
1: bit. <laughs> uh, and then the final thing we will hit before we wrap this. Uh, there's a rumor that Mike Fleiss kind of debunked saying that Paradise is going to get canceled. And then he tweeted saying, there's no way in hell this is going to happen. And that tweet has since been deleted. Can you guys let us know what any of this means to you?
0: I don't think it's canceled.
2: Dustin, go for it.
0: I, I mean, I don't know what it means, but I I would almost say there's no way they're gonna cancel it.
2: They're pumping out so many bachelor shows. There's no way they cancel paradise. I tell you what, though, some of these, some of these guys got real upset real quick, were real scared. The ones that are planning on going on paradise.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> paradise is canceled? Here's my chance to become a Huge influencer.
0: I already know who you're probably, I already know who you're probably talking about. Dude, they're saying paradise is canceled, dude. What are we going to do?
2: Yeah. What are we going to do? No, that would scare a lot of bachelor contestants and, you know, the people that are, you know, setting up, shooting out their DMs, setting up the girls are going after, you know, the jockeying for position, you know, the followers, the people who have the best, you know, the ranking of The Bachelor. You know, they set themselves up in Paradise. So I don't think there's a way Paradise is canceled. I think a lot of people actually enjoy that more than they enjoy the actual Bachelor and Bachelorette. So that would make sense to me.
1: I would agree. I feel like it's more toxic. It's more fun. It's more relationships to follow as opposed to just following everyone, date one person. You get a little mm. bit more uh, depth to the storyline when there are a lot of people. I... Hope that it's not canceled because it is the most fun. And I know that most of the people who would want to go to paradise would be devastated to not get that all expensive paid trip to Mexico.
2: I don't think it's a trip. I just think it's the exposure. That, it's, an expo- it's a it's a you it's know, an opportunity. Like,
0: but yeah. Going on paradise is the difference between it's a it's a gosh, I hate to say it guys, but yeah, you make you make some great money from going on paradise. And coming off in a relationship, like...
2: It's, if you come off in a relationship, it's... it's or you I get mean, your heart you just broken. look at the track record, man. You get your heart or broken? Or you get your heart broken, and that's... Um...
1: Ooh, like Natasha. You get a Natasha moment where you skyrocket. She went up like 300,000 Instagram followers or something like I, that. I was just talking
0: of... to Clay about this, because he went to go hang out with them the other day, and I was like, man, yeah, I don't know if t- Natasha likes me. Like, I never talk shit about her. I just talk shit about the... Issue of her having a podcast and her getting all this time and them really, they're them really focusing on. It was
2: brought up, Dustin, It was brought up. It was brought up. Oh, I'll just say that I'm not gonna say what we were talking about, but Dustin, it was definitely brought up with uh, Natasha. Hey, I, I mean, she's winning. I mean, yeah, I mean, Natasha from her perspective, man, and I I see both sides of what it looks like, but honestly. Like, Natasha, I mean, Natasha had a tough time in paradise. Oh, she'll, for she'll sure. I just want to tell you, like, she, she didn't, like, dude, as she was trying to date this guy, it didn't happen. And um, I know what you're saying. It's like, yo, these guys work for The Bachelor they're giving them a good edit because they want them to continue to work for them and bring in more viewers for their podcast, you know? So the people that work for them, they're going to tell them to go on to paradise and we're going to give you a good edit. So you bring more viewers, more people like you to our podcast. That sounds I see like a what conspiracy. Dustin's saying. I see what Pete's saying, but in Tasha's defense, she's like, I didn't have a great po- paradise. What are you talking about? I went out there and I was trying to date this guy and he kind of plays me for a girl that he was talking to before he got there. And I'm like, you're right. Like your paradise was not fun. You know? So I, I give both sides. I never said it. I never
0: said her paradise was fun. And I never...
2: I n- I'm Sweden. I'm Sweden. I'm neutral.
0: <laughs> I just said... I, I'm I, Sweden. I on the show's mentality of really blowing uh, this whole thing up. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, it sucks to get rejection. I get it. It sucks. But they were, like, really focused on this for so long. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god!" But you know, I mean, also, she,
1: it's totally Switzerland. It's Switzerland, not Sweden. <laughs> Excuse it's okay. We'll edit that out. But no I said
2: hell, Sweden. Switzerland. Switzerland. Nope. Sweden, Switzerland,
1: Switzerland, Sweden, Switzerland, Switzerland. I'm
0: Switzerland. Switzerland. Oh, good chat.
1: I all I'm saying is paradise is temporary. Followers are forever.
0: Kind of
2: might are um, going away.
1: Yeah, not really. I not get at it all. That was not a good. Uh, Metaphor or allegory at all.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, people like, yo, I, I mean, I was asked more than once if I wanted to get engaged and, you know, let know how good it would look to get engaged on TV. And for me, I'm like, we're not even close to getting engaged. Like, I was open to it. But like, when with my paradise with Nicole, like, you know, well, you just, you can get engaged and you can date. Hey, no, if I'm going to get on a knee, and proposes someone to me, I'm marrying them, mean, you know, let that's, we're getting married and I didn't feel comfortable doing it. I think I'm like, I don't care how many Instagram followers you give me and you're going to go to these post shows and get put on these, these talk shows and ABC or whatever and go on the media circuit. If you get engaged and get put on their social medias, like, no, like I'm not, I'm not there. Like I'll leave and date Nicole's what I felt, but we had not progressed to that point where I was ready for a uh, proposal, like, let's see how we work in real life, you know? And I've said this a million times, and it's funny how the edit works. I literally said to him 65 times, asked me the same question. Why, where, where are you at with Nicole? I go, I'm I'm falling in love with Nicole. I'm not, you know, I'm falling in love with her. I want to date her outside of the show. I think it would be great to see our lives work together when we meet each other's family, we meet each other's friends, and we go from there. Well, how, how come... I answered these same questions a billion times. They didn't show it once. Why didn't you wire it? I go, hey, I go, my answer is not going to change. I want to date Nicole. I want to leave with her. Not ready to get engaged. I'm not I'm not ready. I'm falling in love with her. I'm just not in love with her. I'm like, do you guys really want me to lie and say, hey, I'm just so in love with you? I'm, like, I'm starting to feel those feelings. I'm not there yet. Do you want me to get engaged when I don't know if it's going to work? I know most of the couples, the majority of them do that, you know, get engaged for six months and then. Oh, break up. It was heartbreaking. It just didn't work. Okay. I'm not going to do that. I'm not just going to do that for the for the for the views, for the followers, for the TV aspect of it. So, uh, if you don't play ball with them. We'll try to uh maybe make your edit look a little worse than it should have and not um, not show things when you're explaining yourself or um use the conversations and tweak them in a way to try to make you sound like a villain, and like you're not making sense, or things in those terms. And that's one thing that's tough with the show. You know, you give them mm-hmm. the full capacity to do what they want with whatever your storyline is, whatever they feel, they, if they want to make you a villain, if they want to make you a hero. Editing's incredible, to, where they can take the time and the place of a certain interaction and change it completely.
1: Well, at this rate, we're going to have to bump you up to third roommate because, uh, you're spilling a lot of tea out here,
2: and that's the tea. Well, I mean, you really people like—is the Bachelor real? Here's what I say: when you're there, it feels real. It feels like you're you're, you're feeling these relationships. It really feels real. It's real people, real interactions, real relationships.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it's a, it's a it's a cool show, but you got to take it for what it is before you start. You know, yelling, murdering people. Uh, you know, you got to realize, hey, maybe some of this stuff was, um, you know, was fabricated or manipulated in a certain way.
0: Clay, we should do. We should go back on reality TV, just not looking for love.
2: Yeah, we actually, me and Dustin, we're not going to say what show, but there's a competition show that hit both of us up recently, and it's me and Dustin race. were talking about um, not going to say race. it. I think there's some confidentiality stuff. You know, me and Dustin might be a possibility that we could be competing against each other in something, um, but uh, we'll have to keep you guys updated with that. We're
0: not going to be competing against each other. We got to be on the same team. We got to know that we coming home. We're bringing the. The bread home to pay this rent. <laughs> yeah,
1: got the, that, the rent New for York. the apartment that only Dustin <laughs> seems to live in.
2: Yeah, yeah. Dustin's living like a king over there, man. Him and his girlfriend having a great time in this three bedroom, nice apartment in New York City. Me and Pete gone. Dustin just living it up out there, man. Now he's probably looking at Cat right now, like, "Hey, babe you're right. We got this whole place to ourselves. Drinking my uh, my energy drink right now. It looks great for him. Perfect. Yeah." Wow. You're
0: welcome, Dusty. All right, so that's the tea, guys, from Mr. Harbour. He uh, definitely spilled quite a bit. Take it. Take it and run. Is that all for it that you guys have? I think that's all I have.
1: That's all I've got this week. I'm looking forward to more tea next week.
0: More tea. All right, let's get going. Yeah, we'll
1: have more
2: tea. I love tea. Bachelor's in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber.
0: And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music.
2: Our producer is Emma Martins, and our executive producer is Red Yoakum. Our audio engineer is Enrique Hinojosa. Subscribe and like or review wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Follow the show on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast.
2: Got questions for us about the show, life, or really whatever? DM at Bachelors in the City Podcast on Instagram for a chance to be a featured third roommate. We'll catch you
3: next time.
0: Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.